Well, hello and welcome to the Bringing It Out podcast. We're up to episode three. The Bringing It Out podcast is where we think about how to bring everyday conversations to conversations about Jesus. My name is Dave and I'm here again with Lena. How are you going, Lena? How's, been, how's your Easter been? Hey guys, it's so good to be back. My Easter was really great. I had such a nice time. I ate a lot of chocolate. Now, Dave, I have a question for you. I'm ready, Lena. What's your favorite Easter chocolate? That is an incredibly hard question. I think generally I just like any chocolate, but I think in particular I've been getting into this Lint Gold Bunny Dark Chocolate. Uh, I got it as a present and it's been a great time so far. Um, what sort of chocolate do you go for usually? I do I do enjoy the dark chocolate. However, I've been getting into also Lint, the small gold milk chocolate ones. I feel like they're such a good size because they're a bit bigger than like a conventional small Easter egg, but they're not like the full big chocolate bunny where you have to take a break, you know? So I feel like those are such a perfect size. No, I definitely feel you. I feel you. That is that is some deep, profound Easter egg chat. Um can you please, Lena, let us know what's been happening? Who is our guest this week? What are we talking about? Yes, yeah, so we have an awesome guest this week. We actually have Laura. Laura is joining us and she's going to be talking to us about being a lawyer. So hi, Laura. Are you there? Hi. Hi, Dave. Hi, Lena. Thanks for having me on. No problem. So, deep, deep question for you. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready for a I'm day? ready. I'm ready question is what type of easter chocolate do you go for um that's a great question and i've loved both of your answers so far um this easter i really enjoyed just a milk chocolate lint bunny um i haven't actually had that much chocolate because now i live at home and my parents can't i'm at out of home and my parents can't buy me yet but i do love a caramello egg as well yes that is a great time. Look, to be honest, my parents haven't bought me any chocolate either, so we're in the same boat, Laura. And um, they are the same parents. <laughs> they are the same parents. That's true. Um, so we brought you on because you're a lawyer. Now, often when I think of lawyers, I think of the TV show Suits and like how they do oh. all that cool stuff and they make yeah, money and they live in a massive house. Um, can you mm. share a bit about what your experience um, training to be a lawyer has been like but also sort of doing some lawyery things? Some more practical experience. What's it all been like? Yes. So actually the first thing at uni, um, the first thing they told us when we got into our criminal law um, subject, they said, so guys, if any of you have signed up because you love suits, um, we hate to break it to you, but it's nothing like suits. Um, So that's a shame. Um, But yes, I spent five and a half years at uni um, finishing my degree. And then the last six months, I've been doing College of Law, um, which will allow me to be a solicitor. Um, But when I was at uni, I did a few placements. So I worked for the ALS, the Aboriginal Legal Service out in Dubbo for four weeks and also volunteered with a organisation called The Shopfront. And they do, um, they represent kids and youth who are in trouble with the law and they defend them for free. Um, so that was a really cool experience um, and got a lot of exposure to criminal law. 
Um, but yes, I'm about to finish College of Law and I'll be allowed to practice as a solicitor, but currently I'm not working. Yeah, well, that's so interesting. How have you found it being a lawyer or studying law and also being a Christian? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think uni culture in general is pretty pretty anti-Christian, but lawyers love a good argument. And so I feel like um, the opportunity to just debate generally has been a feature of my uni experience, um, which is actually not a bad thing. Everyone's pretty open to hearing lots of different arguments. Um, in terms of being a Christian in the workplace as a lawyer, um, a lot of what I've had exposure to is in the context of criminal law. And you're really just seeing the worst of people. Um, and I think you can get quite jaded and burnt out um, seeing just people commit crimes over and over again. Um, you might see them um, one month and then you work really hard to get them rehabilitated. You work hard to get them back into society. And then three months later, they're back in your courtroom again and you are defending them again. Um, and yeah, I think police and lawyers both get very burnt out due to this exposure, um, exposure to this bad behavior and to the sinfulness of people. And for all their hard work, it feels a bit pointless. Um, yeah, non-Christian lawyers don't really have a great answer for this repeated sinfulness of clients. And your peers, people at school or work don't have great answers for why people are committing crimes or why the legal system often fails. And without God, it's really hard to explain why people do bad things. So as a Christian, it's been helpful and important for me that I have an answer to this. Um, it means I haven't become jaded or I don't feel helpless, hopeless or helpless because I know that yeah, all people are sinful. And so we actually shouldn't be surprised that people are sinning all the time. Yeah, no, that's a really helpful insight into the fact that as Christians, we have this different view of the people that we come into contact with. Yeah. We have great friendships and we have great relationships with people. But at the same time, we do know that people aren't perfect and people have these, um, people have sin in their life. Um, that they can't sort of take away themselves. But as Christians, we also have a much better story because we know Jesus. Um, so as we have conversations about justice and the legal system and also conversations about Jesus, I can hear Marty in the background. That's so cute. Um, yeah, a little that. feature from little Bob. <laughs> a little feature. She just woke up. Make it, we're not as small as you think. But... <laughs> How would we bring Jesus into a conversation about justice and the legal system or being a lawyer in general? Yeah, um, I think it's a great opportunity, especially in criminal law, um, because crime's a hot topic. Like, really, we love talking about the bad things that people do. Uh, the news as well loves to tell us when things are going wrong in the world. And while this can make us feel really anxious, I think, or make your friends feel um, angry about the state of the world, I think it's also a really cool opportunity to bring up Jesus with our friends. And I think there are some important things that we should remember, not only for ourselves, but as we chat to our friends about Jesus, is that when we think about justice and kind of the bad things that are happening in the world, we have to remember that God is always in control. He's in control over everyone's behavior. He's in control over everything. 
And he's also sovereign over our legal system, even if it's not perfect. And he actually puts them there, um, puts them in place for us to submit to. And uh, Romans 13.1 says, let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God, which is a really reassuring thing for Christians, I think, and I hope um, for you guys listening as well. Um, But we do know that these systems will never be perfect because lawyers and judges and police are also sinful. And so the only perfect system is God's. Um, But we do have a great hope that God will deal justly with the sins of this world. Um, I think something that's also helped me working in law um, and also is a helpful thing when we chat to our friends about crime and the justice system is that as Christians, we believe and trust in the Holy Spirit's power to change people. Um, We've been learning all about Acts this term and a huge um, example of the Holy Spirit working in someone committing terrible crimes is the Saul Paul conversion. And we see God acting so powerfully to completely change Saul and he, yeah, becomes Paul, the great apostle. And so I think when we view people who commit crimes it's really right that we should want justice and God is such a just God. But we also want to be praying that God reveals himself to these people and changes their hearts because that's actually the only way that the sin in everyone can be fought and defeated. And so I think the last thing that I would say is that when our world and our friends are looking for justice and maybe feeling anxious that it's not getting done, we're able to point them to Jesus and the justice and mercy of the cross And so if your friends are wondering why people do bad things, we can actually explain to them that it's because of sin that God has provided a solution and the gospel is actually a great answer to our friends' desire for justice. Yeah, wow, that is so interesting. Thank you for sharing that. It is so good to hear that reminder that God is in control and sovereign even if a system isn't perfect And that it's so good that we can have that amazing hope that God will deal justly with the sins of the world and that, you know, he sent Jesus to the cross and he was able to um, fight and defeat sin. Um, Yeah, so amazing. Thank you so much for joining us this week. It was so fun having you. Such a pleasure. Such good chat. Such good chat. Thanks, Laura. (laughs) Hopefully we'll see Laura and Marty maybe some other time in the future. Maybe you could comment, bring back Marty. I reckon we would love <laughs> to see Marty. Yeah. Um, maybe in like 10 years' time, Marty will feature on this podcast with some expert comment. Um, I'm looking <laughs> forward to that day. Um, but this is not the end of the podcast. As we know, um, this is not the end of Regenerate this week. We know that we've got Regenerate coming up this Friday. Um, there'll be another video as we finish Acts. We'll be reading Acts chapter 10 and 11 together. Um, so maybe you can get ahead. You can read Acts 10 and 11 um, so you're ready for Regenerate this Friday. Also, um, we've still got our other podcast, Bringing It Back um, with Henry. Um, this week he had Matt Evans with him um, talking about um, how we can trust the Bible and why we can trust what the Bible says. So if you haven't listened to that, go have a listen. They should be next to this podcast um, on iTunes um, and on Anchor and also on Spotify. So go have a listen. Yeah, Lena, what if we have any topic suggestions? What do we do then? 
Yes. So we would actually love to hear suggestions from you if you have any topics you want us to talk about. Um, so you can actually comment them in the comments on Instagram or on Facebook, or you can message your leaders and tell them about it. Or you could talk to your friends and be like, what guys, what do we think we should talk about on this podcast? What do we want to hear about? And just let us know in whatever way you can, what topics you want us to talk about. And we would love to make that happen for you guys. That sounds great. So if you have any topics, let us know, tell us so that we can talk about them because we want this podcast to be for you guys about stuff that you're interested in um, and hopefully today has been interesting for you um, as we've thought about justice and the legal system and what it means to be a Christian um, and also to be having conversations about these things. But for this week, that's us done on the Bringing It Out podcast. We hope you've had a great time. We hope this has been a helpful thing um, to think about how to have conversations about Jesus through our everyday life and conversations. But from Lena and I, that's us done. See ya. Bye.